Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Live from the Leyline. I'm your host, Cameron Porter, with my boy, as always, Avery Newitt. How you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing I am on the uh, laptop audio today. My computer just croaked on me. so Man, took a little shit on you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. So today's exciting because, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a guest for you. We've got Bob Lament in. He's the host of Static Radio. Um, I don't know if you'd consider that a podcast or just like a radio show. I listened to you on Spotify under the little podcast. Um, oh, hey, well, fantastic. Um, I don't, that's a good question because uh, Static Radio became something before uh, there was a podcast. So it was uh, online audio. I don't know what we call it at the time. But uh, so it's been around a while. And so, but you can call it whatever you want. I don't care. You know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah it, I love that it. That was uh that was one of the first things I heard was that you've been doing this for over 24 years. Yeah, this will be, yeah, we're doing it a long time now. You did it right out of college, uh, within college radio, and then went and uh, started doing this on the internet back in uh, 1999. Wow. Damn. I know. And you guys weren't even born yet, for Christ's sake. I know. <laughs> I was just a thought before that, man. You're That's like, so cool. what are you talking about? Before 2000, what are you even talking to me about, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't even know there was a time before 2000. Yeah, exactly. Horse <laughs> and carriage or something? What did you do? Yeah, oh. we had two, two cans on a string, and we were somehow recorded that. So yeah. I was going to say you had to send a courier pigeon to get the, the show that's, on that's the That's right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah. I remember when Mike Tyson used to do these via his pigeons and we would join in. You, know? <laughs> you guys had to write letters back and forth right. and compile them. Dear Miles, <laughs> today, you won't believe what happened to me today. Yeah. I hope this letter finds you well. That's right. I hope this pigeon doesn't die or get shot and eaten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, that's hilarious, man. But yeah, so you're a veteran in the game. And so for me and Avery just getting into this, we're just kind of dipping our toes. It's, you know, it's very cool to have somebody like that on and, you know, hopefully. Oh, hey, learn a thing hey, you know, I, yeah, probably not, but we'll, we'll <laughs> hope for the best, we'll right? For the best. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. So for our listeners that don't know you, Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you got your start and whatnot. I know you mentioned um, college radio being, you know, kind yeah. of the thing that ignited it but yeah tell us about yourself yeah so the, started doing the show basically uh in name and everything on college radio and then um uh after college i said well we could keep doing this you know kind of like you guys you're like hey let's do this yeah. and then yeah. uh i figured out how we could do that at the time which is much different than it is today um and uh, we recorded, uh, started recording shows, and basically we just kept it up. So I have a co-host, uh, Miles, and uh, we basically tell uh, stories. Uh, I call it either, it's either we tell stories or we have a 24-year conversation uh, where each <laughs> week we basically just try to crack each other up with something stupid that happened or, or funny. And then while the other person's telling their story, you try to poke, uh, you know, poke fun at them while they're doing it. So it's all kind of in the name of fun. And um, essentially, it's a, kind of what we did in college, but we've extended it uh, into uh, our responsible adult lives, I suppose you could call it that. 
Yeah. Very cool. That is fun. Maybe yeah. not so responsible. I don't know. <laughs> right. That's I like the uh, cool. poking holes at the person talking yeah. aspect. Yeah. That's fun. That's yeah. Important. So, I mean, that's because that's what you do when you're, when you guys are talking normally, right? And you don't have any kind of agenda or whatever. You're, yeah. You hear, when you say, I mean, I don't know what it would be, but let's just say, you know, hey, I went and, you know, got a smoothie or something stupid. And you're like, oh, yeah, you fat fucker. What are you doing? <laughs> you don't you need a smoothie like you need another hole in your ass or something. And then, um, you know, just stuff like that. I mean, sometimes it's not quite that rude, but uh, you never know. It just depends on what the topic is. So, right. I love but, it. Uh, yeah. Oh, there is still a lot of fat fucker jokes, but uh, well, I, apologize. Always- I apologize to anybody listening who identifies as a fat fucker. <laughs> oh yeah before we record every episode we always hop in and we get after each other as well yep we yeah have to. you know yeah and then miles is always late and so i god i always gotta tell him why are you always late you bastard you make me sit here <laughs> uh, i love it. one of cameron's favorite things to do is drink uh milk out of a blue glass yep and oh, if it, really? it just rubs me the wrong way <laughs> it's like it? under avery's skin what the hell are you drinking? Is it a plastic glass or is no, it a it's glass like a, glass? It's like a stained mason jar. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, it's just a blue right. mason jar, but it makes it just look checking. like it's blue milk. <laughs> I can't stand plastic. Milk in a plastic cup throws me over the edge. I'm like, why in the world? <laughs> yeah, it freaks me out a little bit. What too. kind of what kind of you know mongrel are you that you're drinking out of a plastic <laughs> milk out of a plastic cup? Oh, uh, Although it comes in a plastic jug, right? So what I was I? just going to say weirdo. that. I was, I was like, it comes in plastic. I mean, you, you got to at least, you know, yeah. cut the bullshit. Elevate yourself. Elevate yourself. You know, <laughs> be get, like, a, uh, get a glass. Yeah. It'd be like waking up in the morning and getting yourself a nice cup of red solo cup water. You oh, know? Fuck. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. something wrong with that. What are you, a homeless guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. I love it. Scrubbing so, out my solo cups here. Oh, I know. The people that wash their solo cups are a weird breed. I have yeah, what? If you're putting solo cups on the dish rack, get the fuck yeah, out of here. <laughs> there's, you're not understanding the purpose of these yeah. cups. They're going to be abused. Throw them away. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, that's a... Uh great intro and i think uh the way me and cameron do our show is um i don't know if you heard before but we go super deep into conspiracy yeah. what so oh my god it's... i thought this was about how to bake stuff <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> sometimes ours is not as fun as that yeah no that's cool i i love conspiracy stuff this that's uh we can go whatever direction you want to go i got all kinds of crazy ideas that yeah through my head yeah Sometimes. Whether it's true or not is beyond who knows. But exactly. Okay. exactly. Hey, that is above my pay grade, whether it's true or that's not. Right. I'm just yeah, going to talk some shit. Yeah. yeah. Today we'll probably stick more towards like Sasquatch and UFOs, but sometimes oh, we sure. talk about uh, politicians drinking baby blood and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Just typical stuff. You know, well, it's a normal yeah. day. Flight that's work. how Biden learned. That's how he walks these days. He's got to <laughs> crack open a baby and <laughs> so he can get off the plane. When he's not being tripped by ghosts. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh he, Lord. He's getting to the point where he's, you know, kind of vampire-ish because he's so he's so elderly and yeah, did uh, you, still. Did you see the around. video of his chin like 
dangling like a couple of balls that came out recently. What? I didn't yeah. see that. It looks like his face is falling off. He's like trying to do an is interview it, and his mouth is kind of like, do you remember Roger Ebert? You know, he, he had to get his chin removed. And so his yeah. face just is like that. Yeah. It's, Ooh, it's weird. Strange. It's weird. It looks like a face mask that's just kind of dripping down at this point. Maybe they, because uh, uh, maybe they put a mechanism in there so that there somebody's in the background like a puppet, you know, like he's like a muppet, and they're going making his mouth move. Got the hand all the way up. And it broke. Yeah, it broke. Oh, my jaw broke. Yeah, they don't have somebody in the back holding the face skin tight. Right. Exactly. Oh, shit. staple gun right out of staples whenever they're on their trip. Right. Yeah. I know one of the clothespins came off the back. <laughs> <laughs> Shot off, took out an aid. Good Lord. Yeah. Somebody's getting fired for sure for that one. Yeah. Secret service or, is getting reamed. Or maybe he's reptilian and that's just his fake face coming off. Yeah. There you Very go. Very well. Go reptilian, be. reptilian uh, direction there. Yes. Yes. I, I love to ponder that idea a little bit. Uh, me and Avery, a lot of the focus that we put on is like biblical, you know, spins to these conspiracies. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the interesting things that I was learning, because I'm not a Christian. I, I mean, I would I probably fit into the like the morals of a Christian, but I, I one day I'll come around to it. What's the mor- what would the give me a list of the moral? Is it like the Ten Commandments? Is that the morals of a Christian? Yeah. Basically, just, I've never heard anybody say really. that. I got the morals of a Christian, but the sex drive of an ape. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would say just not harming others and like, oh, okay. generally you're, just trying to a, do good. A good person, then. You try to right. be a good person. Even right. though I think human nature makes us not be good necessarily mm-hmm. by definition. But uh, yes, we're sinning. You have by to work nature. at it. Yeah. 100%. And I think. That is the mark of a good Christian is just, you know, accepting that you're doing bad and you're innately bad, but making the conscious effort to try to do your best is how you, I would. You, you, you guys ever played sports with Christians at all? Oh, yeah. They are the lousiest people to play sports with. They're such cheaters. And they <laughs> kick you. They're the, they always get mad when they lose and they throw yeah. shit around. Oh, that my God. I would, Christian league is like the worst. If you want to get in a fight, join a Christian league of some kind. <laughs> yeah. I want to play some hockey with some Christians. Pull yeah, shirt they're up terrible. And they'll be like hooking you and sticking the, you know, tripping you and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They're the worst. <laughs> I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory, but I'm going to start researching. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. You might be on to something, Bob. Oh, no, I, I know I'm on to something because I've experienced <laughs> it. <laughs> Got to look into it, man. Oh, yeah. I love it. If you guys want to, you know, get pissed off, go join some kind of Christian sports league and you'll be pissed off within a day. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I hold the belief, too, like some of the most hypocritical people I've met. And it's it's terrible to draw a big circle around everybody. It's terrible to generalize, you know, but. Some of the most hypocritical people I've met have been Christians or people that yeah. claim the Christian faith. And, that, uh, and look in their search histories, it's all porn and, right. you know, fingering dogs and all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. Oh, no, Avery, I got to yeah. see your search history now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to see what's going on. <laughs> two, two words, incognito tab. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. 
that's the way to do it. My phone just stays in incognito mode. So I don't even <laughs> so that nobody even bats an eye. I'm like, Oh, incognito modes on. I, how do you turn that off? You know, oh, no. Play the old guy card, you know, <laughs> I, one day it just was there. I don't know how to do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Joe Biden set this up for me, and it's been that way ever since. <laughs> it was Hunter and his laptop. They put incognito <laughs> mode on mine. Oh, oh my shit. That's funny stuff. But um, what I was saying is that we look at, like, the biblical aspect of it, and an interesting thing I learned is that, you know, the, the Cain bloodline might very well be this, like, serpent bloodline on the earth, and that that's where they get these ideas of, a you know, a the serpent race or whatever and these shape-shifting oh the reptilians and all that stuff mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so so eve was uh you know going out after dark or something and caught eve, up with the snake eve is yeah. for the streets bro yeah she yeah. is for the streets <laughs> i'm missing a rib but i'm not missing a meal or a good fuck right <laughs> right i guess adam was weighing in all right she's I'm pretty tired cool. eve i gotta get some sleep this extra <laughs> rib is weighing me down uh i love it oh that shit cracks me up yeah and that's honestly, interesting i've never thought about that i'll be honest with you i never thought about uh you know i mean if you if you follow all that biblical stuff then yeah we came from i mean i don't know who cain and abel married but uh <laughs> or got with other than eve but uh, that's where we that's where supposedly according to the stories that's where we come from so yeah yeah they don't talk about the neanderthal you know mix that we've all got and well, not everybody but some people a yeah, lot of people and, uh, Joe so, Rogan yeah. especially he's got like 50 percent monkey in him for sure yeah. for sure <laughs> that's yeah. why he's got that logo that way yeah yep. yep. like great grandfather or something he's the monkey man himself Oh, I love it. So, Avery. Yeah. What conspiracy you want to go into first, buddy? Um, spin, spin the wheel, Avery. Yeah, spin the wheel. <laughs> Dude, we should get a fucking. We should make a wheel. <laughs> you, yeah, you should like make a wheel. We have a guest. We're like, all right, and yeah, what, what the wheel tells us. <laughs> that is genius. I like that idea. I'm gonna start working. <laughs> <on it. laughs> you know, there you go. <laughs> I'll take um, uh, baby eaters for five hundred, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we don't have to do anything too crazy today. I think a fun starting is uh, a brand new video of Sasquatch was just released in Colorado, which is where uh, me and Cameron are from. And so, so were you guys there that day? First of all, first question, where were you on that day? <laughs> uh, I was in the monkey suit. I was actually in that real nice conditioned outfit. Yeah. Chomping yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. Now you, I've looked at this. I this came to my attention, so I'm very familiar with this. So, yeah, so lead, lead away. I'm curious now. Oh, I just wanted saying? to get opinions on it. What do we think? I at first blush. I I thought it was fake at first blush when yeah, I saw the zoomed in picture. Looks it looks like um, you know um, what is it the Slim Jim guy? What is the name? Uh, oh, uh, the Jack Links. Yeah, Jack Links guy, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jack Links, yeah. Uh, to me, at first blush. I, but then, wait a minute. Oh, is that what you guys thought? First thing, looks uh, like a suit, right? Like guy yeah, in a suit for sure. My, I told Cameron my initial thought is the funny thing is when it's walking, its hair is so nice and it's just flowing in the wind so perfectly that it almost looks like it's freshly conditioned. Yeah, that was my first thought. It, <laughs> it looked like an Olay commercial. Him walking yeah. through yeah 
I didn't so, notice that part. Yeah, that's good. I thought he, I'm thinking uh, back now. Yeah, maybe. I, it definitely looks like it was a freshly washed suit to me. Yeah. But that's not to say I don't definitely somewhat believe that there might be a interdimensional monkey walking around our forests. Who says not? You know? Right. Yeah. I, I, I think it looks fake, but then I did. This is the first time I, I saw it was the zoomed in version, but then they had the zoomed out, you know, the real actual footage. I'm like, where the hell is that? That's like nowhere. Are you guys yeah. familiar with the area at all? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. on a train ride through. Um, it's like close to Breckenridge, isn't it, Cam? Yeah, it's between Breck and Durango. So okay. it's like, yeah, it's like on the south side of that mountain that like oh. is in the middle of. Okay. So, uh, so would you be, I mean, would you guys consider walking to that or getting there? How How would you get there? Would That would be my question. You could probably get there fairly easy. There's a lot of BLM land in Colorado that you're allowed to kind of just explore. I know a lot of hunters mm -hmm. frequent that area. Uh, and okay. the first thing that put my hackles up is there's a lot of people like Steve Ranella and Les Stroud who have come to the San Juan Mountains and done mm -hmm. extended stays, and they don't see shit. The people that are yeah, actually yeah, in yeah. the woods don't see anything. Yeah. Well, but a lot of people don't see anything. Mm -hmm. But I was just curious how remote it was because because in the video, then when you see the original, it looks pretty remote. And I'm thinking, well, you can't see what's behind it, right? Like it could be like there's a Walmart parking up behind the guy that's shooting the video. <laughs> uh, like, like you see all the Bear Grylls stuff where they show you what Bear Grylls shows you, and then they turn around. And it's like you know, there's Starbucks and all kinds yes. of shit. Yeah, there's a yeah. whole um, production scene. Yeah, behind it. Right. everybody's in their trailers and yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, but but it looked pretty remote. But but the look of the uh, face and everything looked a little too you know uh, suit like. Right. But it, but they, they're like, well, the train I read somewhere, they're like, well, the train people are just trying to drum up business. It's like, well, why didn't they do this before then? Why all of a yeah. sudden are they drumming up business now? And do they need to drum up business? I think it's probably going pretty well. Don't yeah. you? Or are I didn't they... even think about that. Drumming yeah. up, like getting people to look at the train like, oh, shit, we got to take that train right now. Maybe there's. Yeah. 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 You guys should go. And then, you know, they need to put a plaque or something or tell you over the intercom. All right. We're passing the infamous Bigfoot footage from yeah. 2023. Yeah. I would and, go. Um, I would go yeah. all out and I would have like um that ride at Disneyland where Jaws comes up out of the water. <laughs> I would just go all out and have Sasquatches just attack the train. Yeah. Oh. Throwing, stuff, yeah. Throwing, throwing poop at you. <laughs> Rocks and poop. There's just a guy taking a, a cell phone video and just shit hits the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So you guys are on the skeptical nature of it. And so I, I'm still, I think, out a little bit because I don't I don't know the area that well. So I, I at first I was like, yeah, it's fake. But then I saw the white. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This looks like it's nowhere. And would it be hard to get there? You know what I mean? Because yeah. people are inherently lazy, you know, right. so. I mean, it really, if, if somebody was going to do that, you think it probably would have happened already. And, you know, if it was a, a marketing thing, then they do something else or they'd be, you know, they're not monetizing it somewhere. There's not like Sasquatch t-shirts on the train. I saw Sasquatch out the left side or something. Right. And that means to me that it's, you know, they're not doing a lot of marketing. So therefore it, it, you know, pushes it back towards the center. Yes. Um, so uh, I don't know. So I, I'd be curious if, if you if you guys want to go on a field trip and go on the train and uh, report back. I think that would be fantastic. That would be yeah. fun. 
I think that would be the the difference there is how, you know, how desolate is it? How far until something else, you know, because walking around in a monkey suit, I mean, if you say there's hunters and everything, I mean, you can get your ass shot. I mean, yeah. there's some there's some guy itching to kill a Bigfoot. And if you're walking around out there, he's he's going to take you out, you know, 100 percent. You just true. see Bigfoot with a yellow, uh, fucking orange vest red, yeah, red vest. <laughs> <laughs> Got the hunter cap on. Like, don't shoot. Don't shoot. Those are all so, great I mean, points, you know. You'd have to be really committed to going out and doing that prank as well because it's hot as hell in those suits. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, you know, I don't typically go out in my Bigfoot yeah, costume. Well, wait anymore, a minute. But... Now you're implicating yourself. <laughs> Last time I was out in the suit over there by the railroad. I mean, uh, never it was mind. really hot. <laughs> really fucking hot. The um, But, yeah, I mean, that's you have to be really committed, and most people – aren't i mean they're not you know unless there's a payoff right and the payoff is you know you're not guaranteed that some guy is going to record you unless he's in on it right right and so if you can if you can clear that guy which i think he seems to be so far i think the scrutiny has been that he's not in on it right he just happened to be on the train and happened to look in the right place at the right time yes um and you know i don't think i wouldn't walk out in a suit in the middle of nowhere to hope that some idiot took a cell phone out and filmed me. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I totally believe there's a Bigfoot in some way, shape or form. That's some kind of ape. Right. I totally Same think here. that that's true Yeah. where it's at and when you can find it, who knows, but I think that that's, um, that is something it's just, we haven't hit upon it yet. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of on that side of the fence a little bit there. And I agree with you 100%. I think there's too many people that have Bigfoot stories and sightings mm-hmm. about it. And I mean, what reason would they have to tell a lie, you know? Well, but lots of people lie, but yeah, so many though. And then also so many ones that seem more credible. And then you've got, you know, footprints and, you know, they have footprints, handprints, ass prints. I mean, they've got all kinds of prints on these things right? that um, shouldn't be there as well as just other weird, you know, the, the people go overboard. You watch the TV shows and stuff and they're like, you know, a couple of trees are knocked together and like, oh, it's fucking Bigfoot's been here. He made a teepee and he hung out. <laughs> and now, you know, trees fall over constantly. Um, and sometimes they fall in, in a, an arrangement that seems interesting if you walk upon it in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, but, you know, there are some other things, I think, like there's been trackways and and uh, in Washington, there was a trackway with like like almost 100 footprints, you know, one after the other in some muddy area and wow. stuff like that, that really are more interesting to, um, you know, to, to provide proof. Not, obviously, there's not a dead body or anything, but. You know, how many times, I mean, I don't know, you guys live in a rural area, uh, more of the city? Um, I'm not I'm, sure. Yeah, I live more in the city. I'm in Colorado Springs. Um, okay. But we were both born up in the, the Aspen Valley, the little runoff okay. there. And so it's it's fairly rural. I wouldn't say it's a city, but it's also not, you know, a, a small town. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, how many times have you seen any kind of large dead animal? I mean, you see deer because they get hit by cars, but... right. I mean, have you ever seen a dead bear in the woods? No. No. Have you ever seen bear bones, you know, in the woods? I've seen no. bears, but no, never. Yeah, have. you see the bears themselves, but not. Yeah. And so, I mean, everybody's always like, well, there's no skeletons and there's no, and it's like, you know, it, it, unless you're in there all the time, chances are of anything of, of any size, you're probably not going to see it unless it's, 
mean squirrels because they get run over and right you know raccoons and stuff but there's a bazillion of them we just don't you know have you ever seen a coo- a dead cougar no 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 but the first thing have you I never seen of, a cougar i i've never seen one in person my dad has seen them um he works as a cop and so he's always driving around at night and whatnot and he said he's seen a couple of them um, yeah but they're it's quick glimpses you don't even really get to see them you like see a tail and you're like holy shit that's yeah, a cougar. yeah, and then you're you like, know? I'm not getting, not getting out, take a piss here. That's no, sure. hell no. <laughs> yeah, what so, I would say, I, mean, I think the oh, biggest skeleton that I've ever seen in in like nature would probably either be like a deer or an elk, like spine or skeleton, something mm-hmm. that got tore up by a cougar or some coyotes, right. and they yeah. left it there after they ate what they needed to. Even coyotes, you don't see coy- dead coyotes very nope. often. There's lots of them. Yeah. yeah, I think predators have a natural inclination to like hide themselves when they're dying. I, I would say like if you checked in some like some bear den, you might find some bones. But other than that, I think they they do a good job of hiding themselves. Yeah, I think so. I, and and so yeah, I, I, that argument, I kind of like yeah, whatever. You know, I've, most of the time, whenever somebody says that to me, I'm like, you probably grew up uh, in the suburbs or the city. Because there's some guy, you know, named Daryl that scrapes up all the animals for you. And you never get to see him because <laughs> the neighbor's dog gets run over. They they come and take care of it for you. You don't, you know, you don't live out uh, far enough to where, you know, dead things lay there until they get totally eaten or dragged off. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and even then you don't see large uh, animals dead somewhere. It's just not the norm. You no, know, not very typical. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, as far as Bigfoot goes, I think uh, there's something to it. And hopefully, you know, someday we'll, we'll find out most of the, what always aggravates me is most of these shows that are about Bigfoot. It's like these guys, you know, it's like, okay, we're here for three days. Oh, didn't find any Bigfoots. We're going to go across the other side of the country and hang out there for a week and you know, and then, oh, we're going to move back over here. Yeah, I mean, right. it's like it's really just a travelogue, isn't it? They're not really <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know um, they don't stick around anywhere. Somebody needs to live out there for like three years, and then maybe they'll catch a glimpse of something. Right. We've got right. Bigfoot handprints, footprints, ass prints. Where's the dong prints, though? Right. <laughs> you know. Where's the dog prints? I'm waiting for someone. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm I'm waiting for someone to find a petrified, yeah, petrified Bigfoot (laughs) dong. That's funny. I don't remember if the butt print had uh, nards on it or not. (laughs) Maybe Uh, maybe Bigfoot's, you know, he's not well hung Bigfoot. Maybe he's just, you know, teeny tiny Bigfoot. He's like those Greek statues. (laughs) Right. Acorn in the bushes. Yeah, he's... (laughs) It's it all sucks in whenever he sits down. Nothing right. there. Yeah, these <laughs> turtle Bigfoot. That's how he keeps it from getting stuck on all those goat heads. He just right. slurps it exactly. in until it's use time. <laughs> it also may explain why there's not too many. Uh, yeah, right. hard to reproduce. Huh? <laughs> hard to reproduce. It's got to be the sun's got to be in the right place and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shit. So I actually thought of something. Um, in the background, you have a picture of Stonehenge. I do, yeah. Um, things like Stonehenge and pyramids and all these things that are perfectly built and aligned with stars and stuff. What's your theory on how they're built? 
Uh, that so okay. We're gonna, I'm gonna flip and flop here. So Bigfoot thing, I'm all in for these things. I think it's just you know, uh, very industrious people at the time. So, and actually, I took that picture of Stonehenge. I was uh, got to go there. Think uh, it was fun. Uh, and somehow, well. somehow, I uh, was able to take it with hardly anybody in it, even though there's about a bazillion people swarming around there. Yeah, um, I got lucky. Um, but I think uh, I, I, but something I always say about uh, people is everybody's like everybody in the past was an idiot, right? right. They didn't know how to do shit. But that's not the case. Everybody right. in the past was just as smart as you and I are. Yeah, they just didn't have the technology developed at that time, and so. There was really smart people back then who, you know, for, you know, for not maybe because they didn't have cell phones and televisions, they watched the sky and then they're like, hey, if we line this up here, then this star is going to be here. And and that's what they spent their time on. And then, you know, moving these things, yes, it would have been, you know, uh, a terrible, arduous task. But I mean, what I mean, what else are you doing? Yeah, what else you we, got to do? We, we're uh, we always think we got it good because, you know. But, you know, those guys didn't work, you know, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. They kind of like, oh, wake up whenever the sun comes up. I'll pill around. I'll plant some shit. Maybe I'll, <laughs> you know, diddle the wife, have a couple of kids, what have you. You know, and then you're like, you know what? I need a hobby. Let's make right. this Stonehenge because they got a lot of hours to while away with not a lot to do, you know. Yeah, right. And so they had probably had way more spare time than we have. But their spare time, uh, there wasn't anything, you know, obvious to do. So they're like, they, you know, people are like, you know, hey, let's get together. You guys in your spare time, are like, hey, let's put a podcast. Well, they're going, hey, let's build this uh, Stonehenge. And, you know, we can get uh, the idiot Billy to haul these rocks over a mountain for us. Yeah, and, right. uh, <laughs> he'll think it's the greatest, you know, if we just give him some food. Yeah. And, but uh, I think that that's kind of what happened. I don't know that. Although I do have, you know, kind of waver on the whole, uh, uh, some kind of levitation uh, um, things that happened in the past that we just don't remember or don't know about anymore. There could be because resonance and, and sounds and so forth, there could be something to it. But, um, you know, nobody knows how to do that now, at least on a scale. Yeah. There is, you could see the, there's videos of people like taking a crumpled up piece of tinfoil and, and levitating that, but not like rock. Mm-hmm. Right. But have you seen um just to the point though, um a blank I'm a blank on this guy in Florida, he made a uh by himself. I, I don't remember the name of the place now, but is it he he carved these tons of stones and balanced them? What's the name of that place? Do you guys remember off the top I, of your head? I don't know the name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But he worked all by himself and basically used levers and fulcrums and, and uh block and tackle. And built this kind of cool place down in Florida out of these big rocks all by himself. Yeah. And he would work. He had a job and he'd work at night. No one really, you know, paid attention to him. And then he got it all done. And like, hey, this is this is fantastic. How did you do it? And he's like, fuck you. Where were you? I asked everybody to show up and nobody did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I did it all by myself. So, but I mean, he perfectly balanced these rocks and everything, um, which way as much as what we're looking at in the picture for Stonehenge. And, and uh so it's, you know, it's, it's possible. And I mean, he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't have a big uh, crane or anything. Um, he's just some, you know, guy who was, again, didn't feel like reading the paper or something. So he we went outside and, and did this. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's all possible. Um, you know, I, I do think that there's, uh, you know, maybe I always, this is going to get into the other area, but if you look at, um, they, they say there were some kind of ritualistic things. Uh, it, it's not a graveyard, right? There are some bones, but not enough to be considered a graveyard. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so it probably skewed towards religious. And we were just talking about Christians. Religion, it seems to be, for a lot of people, a great motivator, mm -hmm. right? And so maybe it was a religious thing. And they got all these people together. And they're like, you know, we got to do a fundraiser and build Stonehenge. Yeah, and then it got built because that's what happens even today, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, I think that's where I'm at on that one. Okay. And I I agree uh, with you 100. percent I think it was much more in the realm of like either they're using it as like some sort of effigy for a god, or it's you know a stargate or whatever. These ancient people trying to appease their god, and like if we build it like this and we put it in a perfect circle and we align it with these stars. Mm -hmm they'll let the corn grow next year mm -hmm. maybe something will happen yeah yeah i like your point um where it's like just because everyone didn't have an iphone back then doesn't mean they're a bunch of idiots you know? right. yeah. that's a great point yeah have you guys have you ever been there have you ever seen it uh i've been there yourself? yeah okay so there's yeah. a highway you can you know there's a highway right there next to it you yeah. can see stonehenge and just drive by yeah um which is interesting um you know, and so it's, but in the picture, it looks like it's a pretty good distance away from things. But uh, I mean, it's, it's right there off the highway. Yeah. Which is kind of wild. And there's more of them, you know, there's actually, I think Stonehenge is not really even in, in England, even the most impressive one. There's the serpent thing and there's a bunch of other, you know, rock things. And they found even Tons more. Of Tons of yeah. That's just the one that was most intact. Um and the funny thing is most some of those stones they aren't original they've people have farted around with it and moved it so some of those really aren't where they used to be um mm -hmm. you know and now i'm not just talking about european vacation where clark griswold runs into them but uh great movies so yeah but it, it, I, I think it's fascinating though i mean it gets you know that all this gets the easter island and the pyramids and all that where they move these big things of uh, of stone i was just um uh was it pumapunku right so pumapunku is the one where they have the 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 um uh the the carving in them is so precise that we can't even do it today, right? Yeah. Where they, they fit together and they, they essentially fit together like Lego blocks or whatever. Yeah. And um, uh, I think it, I watched something not too long ago that, and this was always been a theory, I think, but so those probably weren't rocks. Those were probably some kind of slurry that they put into molds and that's how they made them so perfect. But the the, the, the hilarious thing to me is these people a long time ago figured out how to make this kind of concrete slurry and make it look like it does all these, you know, thousands of years later. And we don't know how to do that. Right. You know what I mean? It's like um, uh, Roman concrete is another um, uh, thing like that where, where uh, Roman concrete, you could go over uh, to Europe and there's these uh, uh, areas on the ocean that are concrete that don't erode. And they're still intact from Roman times mm -hmm. because the Romans made a concrete that was different than the concrete we make today. 
And I think it turned out they finally figured out it was some kind of volcanic ash or something that you add to the mix to keep it to. So it gets harder, uh, harder over time. Uh, it gets more uh, rigid over time rather than breaking down over time. And wow. then it's like, well, why are we doing this? Right. I mean, you know, you want to get into conspiracies. I mean, I think our um, uh, all these things are known, but they aren't they're suppressed. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because they don't want things to last forever anymore. They don't want, you know, people to 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 build these kind of things anymore because they'll last. And that ruins the economic engine that that the uh, powers that be have set up for us here. Absolutely. Um, they only want things to last a year past the warranty. That's all they want. <laughs> if, if that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I completely uh, agree. And I think a lot of that knowledge was probably either hidden away in places like the Vatican where you have to have <laughs> a specific little order note of what you're looking for. Otherwise mm -hmm. you're not getting to look at that shit or right. it was burned when Alexandria was sacked. Right. Yeah. The library. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you think we would have figured it out. I mean, we have, I was just talking to my wife the other day about cars for some reason. I don't even know why she didn't even like cars. I don't know why I was talking to her, but uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I'm like, why are they still building cars out of steel? We have all this carbon fiber shit. It's got to be getting cheaper at this point. Mm -hmm. All race cars, any kind of fancy sports car is made out of carbon fiber, right? Yep. And then they're, oh, carbon fiber is too expensive. For, and like, how can it even be? How can that be possible that it's more expensive than steel? Um, because it's it's like fiberglass. It's just layers and layers of this shit glued together, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's something, there's just something wrong with the, uh, there's a lot of uh, illogical things that people pull off as logical statements. Oh, it's just too expensive. Right. How, how can it be? You know what I mean? If it is too expensive, then is somebody, you know, gaming the system, setting the price? Um, yes. You know, that's happened more, many, many times because we could have, um, I don't know if you guys are interested. I'm now I'm bouncing around. So if you want me to not no, bounce is, around, just say so. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it always goes. Yeah. Um, interested in so they're pushing electric cars, right? Everybody, electric car, electric car, electric car. And I think it's interesting. I don't know that it's necessarily, um, you know, it, we don't have to do it, but it is interesting. And it and essentially, whenever I look at it, you know, they're looking at it and saying. You know, the 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 story is in the in the, um, you know, uh, media and everything is, oh, we got to do this to save the environment. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, well, you know, maybe we don't make a bunch of solo cups, uh, save the environment more maybe than, <laughs> than an electric car, because there's right. a zillion of solo cups, uh, you know, that don't rot away, uh, have a half life of like 10,000 years or something. But um, so anyway, electric cars, and then um, there's a story about um, a solar, uh, you know, a lot of times these uh, competitions make these, uh, now they're, they used to make competitions to see how far they can make a car go. Now they're make, uh, like a combustion car for mileage. Now they're doing electric cars and they've made a solar car that went, uh, four wheel drive solar car that went 620 miles because the thing's covered in solar panels. So it's con it was out in the desert constantly regenerating uh wow. energy as it's driving right so then they charge it up i can't remember what the battery pack was but it's like 100 miles or something yeah let's just say that i don't know for sure that's like typical and, yeah yeah and then you know then there you go and now it's i'm like if it was 
made of carbon, chances are it was made of carbon fiber. They put all these panels on it. So it, I mean, it's possible. All these things are possible, but we're not doing them. And why aren't we doing them? That's always my question. You know, it's the solar it's, thing is really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I love, I love how the push for electric cars is to save the environment. Um, the amount of energy it takes to power batteries in electric cars is way, way worse for the environment than it's, like it's, a gas It's a huge car. amount. Uh, yeah. Your average, your little electric car um, it takes just to drive around, say 100, 150 miles, takes as much energy as you do to run your house for a week. Yep. Good Lord. Yeah. And so, and that's just 150 miles. So it is a lot of, but I don't, I'm not opposed to them necessarily. I think it's an interesting idea. But the problem is that they keep selling it like it's going to be a solution when the reality is it's, it's you know, it's a, almost an even trade. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just moving something from one hand to another unless you improve upon the car. You have to not make the same car and just make it electric and say, oh, yeah, we're doing great. No, you need to make a, a car different. You need to make it lighter so it goes further, you know, and then basically then you're chewing away at the the reality of, you know, making it more efficient and so forth. But um, yeah, they don't say that though. It's, I'm, it, it, and I, you know, we're just three guys sitting here. We don't have, you know, connections or know anybody. And it's like, but everybody seems to be eating it up. You know, right. they're all like, yeah, yeah, we got to do this. And it's like, why? So um, where me and Cameron's brain would go just for fun real quick is uh, mm -hmm. they want us off the gas powered cars and into electric ones so that one day the government can press a button and all the cars <laughs> just take you to work right. as you're a little work animal <laughs> and then they take you right back home so you don't have right. the freedom to drive or everywhere. If you, if you go outside of your 15 minute city boundary, your car just fucking right. shuts off. Yeah. Like, Sorry, yeah. turn around. It's like, ah, yeah. that's where it's me like and Cameron like to go with it, you know? Yeah. Like one of those shopping carts in the city where the wheel locks up whenever you get out the parking lot. Yeah, you guys exactly. experienced that? <laughs> yep, they tested the technology at Target, and now they're ready to roll. Yeah, exactly. Or you're right, but exactly, you're yeah. exactly right that that can happen. But that's that's so much of the um, digital age is like that. So, um, just speaking of the library at Alexandria, so when everything becomes an ebook, who's going to know when the ebook changes? Right. Right. Yeah. You're like, you're not going to have a copy that says, you know, Berenstain Bears, Berenstain Bears. Yep. There's there's not going to be any way to know because all, all of it, they'll just, in the background, they'll just change it at the, you know, central computing and then it goes out and everybody's got the same copy. And and you may remember it, but then everybody's just, just like they do with the Mandela, they'll just say, oh, you're nuts. Yeah. yeah you're, you're not remembering it right. It's like, okay. Yeah. You're misremembering. Yeah. Oh, it that one like, is fun. Sounds like thought police. Wasn't that the job <laughs> of the guy in 1984 was to edit things that had been right? Written? Yeah, edit things. And I mean, it's already happening. They're they're um, they're editing. So I don't know if, for movies on streaming and so forth. You know, you uh, go to the theater, you'll see a version, and then when it gets to be on streaming, you may see a different version because of of you know something that's happened in the interim, or just because they want want to. I mean, you know, everybody, uh, you guys are probably a little young for this, but, you know, George Lucas kept fucking around with Star Wars and everybody was pissed off about it. And but that's what's happening now. He's the he's the the pioneer of the, uh, you know, I want to make it the way I want it rather than uh, the way it really was. 
Right. And uh, and it's a happening. I can't think. I think it was the Flash movie or something. Mm. Something changed between the theater and when it came on to the uh, streaming services, and somebody uh, pointed that out. But eventually, yeah. you know, it's going to be so seamless that you're you won't be aware of it, and so therefore, you know, you're kind of like, well, yeah, yeah. That's why it's important to buy books, physical copies, ladies and gentlemen. Right, yeah. Yeah, you yeah keep your keep your books and keep your knowledge to uh, you know to have for yourself. The yeah ownership is going to be you know they're already speaking of cars pushing cars to be non-owners. So you know you'll be you'll just get whatever car is available or something. Right. Uh, it'll all be you know um, Uber or Lyft owned uh, or government owned. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it it it's interesting. I mean. On that front, you know, as long as I can still have some freedom, I wouldn't mind. But yeah, if they're just going to drive me back and forth to work, and screw that. I don't want to do that. Come on. No, I didn't want to go to work now. What are you talking about? I know, about? right? Yeah, yeah. Now the car, is, <laughs> the car is honking outside like, hey, you're late for work. Like, you're late for work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what that reminds me of? Have you guys ever seen the movie Downsizing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that little like area that he moves into, that's how it works. There's just cars parked all along and you just get in a car and you punch mm-hmm. in where you want to go or i can't remember if he's driving it or if you punch it in but you drive your car to where you want to go and then you get out and the car just takes off yeah, you, yeah. unfortunately that won't work in our society they'll be just be full of garbage and homeless people yeah there's yeah. gonna be a bunch of piss <laughs> all over the back seat yeah, yeah. It'd be like, be like um uh, you know, roaming brothels or something. Be, yeah. Hey, you hop in, there's some woman in the back seat with her legs spread asking you for a hundred dollars or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be the <laughs> new way they the, the prostitutes will come to you. It's like pop-up ads online. That's right. It's gonna be pop-up prostitutes in the back. Like, nope, no, uh-huh. thank you. Yeah. It's like uh in the movie The Other Guys, when yeah. Will Ferrell loses his car and the cops are like, Oh yeah, you know, another hobo sex party happened in it. It's like, right. thanks for the fuck shack, Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, shit. That's exactly where my mind went, Avery. That's funny. He, fucking, yeah. he thought of that, too. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's goofy. So strange. Yeah. And so back to your point about you were mentioning why cars aren't made out of fiberglass and, you know, why there's this push for electric and whatnot. I think that there is a bunch of companies all in bed with each other lining each other's pockets like, hey, you don't want to make cars out of fiberglass because then what am I going to do with my aluminum plant? That's you right. Know? Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Right. I got, I got all these Chinese digging uh, iron ore making steel for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it is. And that's not the first time there's um, uh, a, a, old, a movie with Matt Damon called The Informant. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, yeah. Uh, about price fixing in the, in the, gray, uh, the corn industry, right? Yeah, and so I grew up uh, by Archer Daniels, which is the 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 you know the the company they're talking about is Archer Daniels Midland, which um, owns a bunch of the grain elevators and and uh, the corn and everything for the United States uh, and over across the world actually, and so it was funny watching that because there was a big price fixing thing there where basically they were all in agreement how much corn was going to cost, and they were making oodles of money, and then they finally got you know, finally got, uh, you know, out of control and they got busted for it. But I mean, that's happening, I think, everywhere in every sector. There's something like that going on because, you know, it 
can. I mean, yeah, they say there's rules and everything, but you know how it goes. You know, well, they make you, you work. You worked in an office, and somebody make. gets away with everything, and and then you got to wait till they get move on, or you know, get put in jail, hopefully, or something. Right, <laughs> right. And to your point about like the price fixing, um, I remember back in the I don't remember, but I remember hearing about it and reading about it when light bulbs were first becoming a thing. All the major light bulb manufacturers had a round table and said, hey, we need to make these more expendable. Like we, they last way too right, long. They last too long. Yeah. yeah. Like people are going to buy one fucking light bulb and then that's it. So we need yeah. to make these filaments small enough to break. Right. That's what that, what's that, uh, the firehouse that has that light bulb from like 1910 or something? I saw that. Yeah. 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 I bought a house uh, and it was made in the 20s. And I swear to God, the porch light was the same light bulb that was in there when I bought the house. Yeah. And it still worked. And the thing was, this thing was like, uh, it was like one of those real heavy glasses, you know, yeah. uh, real heavy, heavy glass. And uh, it worked while I was, until I dropped the thing and then it didn't oh, work no. anymore. But it worked for me for years, and I swear it was from the 1920s. So, gosh, this is crazy. Wow. That's so cool. You drop the light bulb and a fucking evil spirit flies yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There goes my light pixies. Yeah. The um, Yeah, because, yeah, they did. And and then we, you know, made the, the turn to LED. I don't even know why those go out, to be honest with you. Those things last forever. Right. But uh, they go out. Amazing. amazing. Yep. Probably because they got to fit into that little, you know, code that they wrote back in the day at that round table. Right. Like it can't That's last right. longer than this, or we're right. gonna come a, shut your company down. Microchip in there that then uh, sets off a small explosive device and burns up the <laughs> LED. Oh, yeah. it's just on a time fuse, <laughs> right? Man, every time you turn it on, it ticks. You know, it's like a, like a. Uh, you ever some equipment they don't have mileage; they have a timer. So every time the engine's running, it it ticks over a timer for like big equipment. Mm -hmm. It's like that. So yeah. Yeah. But this, Same thing I mean, with this, iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> no, they get lucky. Gravity takes care of most iPhones. It seems like. That's Everybody true. It does. Them. That's very true. You think they put giant corners on these things. So that when you drop them, they didn't shatter every time. You know? <laughs> no. Well then where did their money go? They need. Yeah, to I know. The then, uh, uh, exactly. That's the deal. Oh, we don't want big corners because it doesn't look good. What are you talking about? You guys are set in style. All these people who follow style are just a bunch of sheep following whatever they're putting out there. So, right. Yeah. You know, I noticed that you know. with those big, stupid fucking red boots that people were wearing. Did you guys notice? Oh, that? oh yeah. The Mario <laughs> boots. Yeah. Like those are not good looking boots at all, but they were the hot shit for well over a month. Everybody was wearing them. Every famous mm. person that you knew had yeah. a pair. And it was like the new flex. It's the same with Yeezys. They look so stupid. But people yeah. are like, oh, dude, it's the new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody falls for it, right? Yeah. We're all so gullible, aren't we? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's kind of wild. I mean, just you have to, for me, at least, I always try to, at the, at, as much as I can, because we all, you know, are, are uh, easily foiled, you know, but it's to try to listen to what is saying and then watch what is happening. And a lot of times there's a big incongruent uh incongruence to those two and so they say one thing but then they you know for instance and i i'm always surprised when people will jump into another one here so space force just became something what a year or two ago yeah you know there's been a space force like since the 60s because 
uh, but nobody wanted to say anything. But they, they had Space Force as soon as we went into space because that's mm-hmm. the nature of how things work. I'm like, you know, why haven't we gone back to the moon? You know why? Because we've been going to the moon and we've been putting shit there, like missiles and and defense mm-hmm. things and and everything. Because why wouldn't we? I mean, you know, any kid knows if you're going to play war with somebody, where do you want to be? The bottom of the hill or the top of the hill? Top right. of the you know hill what I mean? Right. Top of the hill. And how, what's the top of the hill right now? It's out in space, right? Right. So we've been out there and then now they say, oh, we just invented the space force and it's going to be the space force. No, we didn't just invent the space force. We've been, we've probably been out there for 50 years, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but everybody buys it. Oh yeah. This is the new space force. I know, and then they released like, a Steve Carell sitcom about it, like right, right after yeah. Space Force is a thing. It's like, is this pro wrestling or is this real? What's going yeah. on? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're right. There you go. That this should be on a t-shirt. Life is just like pro wrestling, right? Pay attention. Yeah. I'm writing yeah. it down. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it doesn't make any it it makes total sense when you say, you know, strategically, we need to have weapons in space total sense doesn't make total sense when you say okay since 1973 we've never been back to the moon makes no sense i agree they've been back to the moon they're just doing other shit up there they don't want you to know about it's all classified redacted right they don't want you exactly did you guys ever hear that video of the dude i know you have avery it's the nasa guy and he's like talking about he's like yeah we'd uh We'd love to go back to the moon. We would, but uh, we lost that technology. Uh, we destroyed it, and uh, it's been a painful process to build it back. Right. right. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you gone? Yeah. Have you gone to Smithsonian Airspace Museum and seen the shit they took to the moon? My God. I mean, it's not much more than like a tinfoil wrapped cardboard box, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not uh, super, you know. The 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 rockets that Musk and uh, and uh, Bezos are making still look like shit. I mean, you know, right. we should have much better stuff than that. Now, I I think we do have much better stuff. It's just that they don't they want to keep this um, you know fairy tale going that that going to space is so hard that you know we can't do it. When the reality is we've been doing it continually. Right, um, for sure. You know. For sure. Speaking of space, another thing that always gets my shit is they're like, well, you can't launch because of all the debris in space. Mm. Right. Okay. Think about it. Think about that statement. There's so much debris in space that we can't launch into space. I mean, McDonald's hasn't covered the earth in wrappers yet. And yet we've covered the atmosphere in junk from space, even though it's, it's larger than the earth. Right. Right. Exponentially larger than the surface. Yes. But no, yeah, you're right. That's now that's I realize you're like, well, yeah, but it's traveling at ten thousand miles an hour, and a little, you know, little speck can, you know, rip it, rip a hole through our cardboard and tinfoil spacecraft. <laughs> um, but you know, the reality is, it, we can't have, we haven't, we there's more junk generated on the Earth, and we still haven't buried ourselves in that yet. Uh, and yet, space is is you know hindered by all this stuff. It does, that's just totally incongruous. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I realize yes, that can be dangerous, and and that's true. There's a certain amount of truth, but there's also a certain amount of bullshit to all of it. One hundred percent. You know, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. 
um, you know, I'm surprised. We should have a space elevator at this point, to be honest with you. So, I agree. We should be able to beam up like Scotty. Yeah, there yeah. probably is one. We just don't, we're not privy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. if we were privy, so, we would know about it. 100%. So I have this theory about the moon landing. Uh, and I just want to get your opinion on it first before I tell you what it is. Do you think we went to the sure. moon when we said we did? I, I do, actually. I think we did go to the moon. I, I, I know there's a lot of conspiracy about uh, going to the moon and so forth. But I, I think we did go in the 60s and um, and everything. But um, I don't think that there was um, I mean, there, there could have been a certain amount of showmanship that happened during it. Because it's always a blend, right? So to always. me, all these things are always kind of a blend of reality versus, um, you know, kind of the show that everybody's putting on. Yeah. Um, but I actually do think they, that we did. Um, and there's interesting theories about how we didn't, but uh, I haven't kind of tipped over to that side yet. So. Right. Well, so one of the biggest things that, you know, makes me think that it, and not necessarily that it's never happened, but that I don't think it happened when we say it did is that we were right in the middle of a proclaimed space race and cold mm -hmm. war with the Soviets. And what better mm -hmm. propaganda to push out than uh, we did it would be. Right. Oh, sure. You know, and so that's like but that's like the kiddie pool version of it. And then you start mm -hmm. getting deeper and you're like, wait, so the president talked to him on a phone from his office. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the other point that I struggle with so much. It's like. He was talking to him on a, a landline. A landline. But he's <laughs> yeah. in space. That's part that's part of the show. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. part of the show. Well, I got I have one for you guys here. So speaking of that, so you know, uh there's been countless wars since World War II and since the the moon launch and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And we're in currently even in a in the Ukraine is having problems even to this day, right? Has have in your mind, your memories, has there ever been a time we have not uh, joined Russia to go to space? Mm, no, I don't think so. So they're our worst enemy. We hate those fuckers, and yet we still buddy up, go over to Russia. A lot of times they're launched out of Russia. Go yeah. over to Russia to send people up to the space station, bring people back from the space station. We've never, ever said, you know what? I'm so pissed at you. I'm not going to utilize your space stuff anymore. Right. That's a very. So are we really enemies? No. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, that to me, that's always been the thing. It's like it's like, you know, they always do all this shit about how we hate putin and all this kind of stuff but you know god damn it if they're not a, well we just said just another rocket went up to the international space station it was launched out of uh kapersky or whatever that place yeah. is over there kazakhstan you know which is russian territory and it's yeah. like wait a minute i thought we were aren't we selling weapons to the ukrainians to kill russians right now because we hate them yeah same thing with china same thing with all the nations you know it's it's never been bad enough for us to you know not do that which right. to me tells me that it's all for show you know what i mean it's all just to keep this all this economy and everything else chugging along right you know we got to keep everybody happy with the the uh, defense contractors and everything i was because just gonna th say you don't really want people to slow down production i mean right they exactly. think everything's peaceful they might take a day off right exactly God forbid. <laughs> exactly it, yeah. so it always boggles my mind when i think i'm like well wait a minute 
wait a minute, these guys aren't mad at each other. They, they're buddies. I mean, I always think oh, of yeah. the government, all the government, the world governments as lawyers, you know, lawyers go yeah. into court and they're like, you know, you're a, you're ruining the world and we're suing you and you're the worst thing. And then they go out and have a drink and get something to eat. Yeah. Right. It's all about right. money. It's all about it's money. All about money. Exactly. It's just like Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man. Exactly. They're they hanging out together. Hammered afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Come on, Hulk. Snap to a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get me another deal. Yeah. See, I'm just. Yeah, it's all the, the same. They yeah. put Putin and Trump and, you know, Xi on the same little card and they're a fucking Trump's right. in his underwear on the top rope. <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> rallying up the crowd <laughs> exactly exactly it's all a bit it's all a show in in some ways yeah definitely yeah and but everybody eats it up i mean they're all like it's like morning cereal man 100 can't get enough of it can't i know get enough of it well and it's it's just fear porn at this point like people are glued on to what's going on in the middle east now it's like all over my facebook feed for people who i wouldn't trust their opinion on anything health fitness you know how to properly play a sports game or whatever and then they have these <laughs> grand opinions about what's going on in the middle east and it's like mm -hmm. okay all right buddy yeah it, it, yeah it's, it's it's so ridiculous it's just uh, hilarious how how the world works uh doesn't make any sense whatsoever most of the time yeah at least to me yeah. maybe maybe i'm just not making sense i don't know and that's what i get afraid of sometimes is i'm like it doesn't make any sense to me and then somebody's like buddy it makes sense you're just yeah. crazy i'm like ah oh, fuck mm. you know and <laughs> uh, i don't see I'm, i guess i'm delusional enough to never believe them at this still maybe when maybe i will one day where i'm like oh yeah i am crazy but not right. yet right I'm like, you're crazy what are you talking about you're crazy <laughs> think, think about it <laughs> we, we got to be further along in this i i heard a thing recently about um you know fashion and things so if you guys uh you're young guys so i was going to ask you guys this question because if, if you look at the archival stuff i mean you look at a picture that's the 60s you look at a picture that's the 70s right yeah. 80s has a look 90s has a look do you see a is there a look whenever you look at things for the 2000s and the 2010s and the 2020s is it different to you yes uh I think there's a big difference between 2010 and now, you know, mm -hmm. um, I absolutely do think there is a distinction mm -hmm. um, for 2010 is like your classic, you know, Jordans and stuff like that. But for 2010 to now, it's kind of like uh, torn up clothes and trash bags and stuff like that. It's like hobo <laughs> culture. Yeah. Hobo culture. Yeah. That's funny. That gets back to the nineties. That was all grunge and everything. Yeah. It all moves but, in 30 year cycles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just leapfrogging, huh? Okay, mm -hmm. I'm just curious because I, I mean, for for me, because I'm older than you guys, to me, I'm like I haven't seen much change, but I'm not in that position. That's why I had to ask you. So, like, right. you know, 80s and 90s, I can tell you, but when you get into the 2000s, I'm like, I don't know. I, you know, I've been working and thinking about space, you know, yeah. space junk. You so know, I don't know, but you guys, that, that gives me a better, uh, a better feeling that it actually is moving forward. Somebody yeah. had made a statement that it was not, we're not, we're not, fashion is not moving the same way it used to, I guess. Well, I wouldn't say it was forward. 
is the direction that it's moving. Whatever, yeah, sideways. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) much more lateral movements if it's not going down the stairs, you know. Yeah. Um, When I think of 2010, I think of like, and Avery, you might, you know, agree with this, like Osiris shoes, silly Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neon colored glasses with like the lions on them. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, um, I don't know, there was like the swoop hair was huge in the 2010. Oh, down in front of your face? Yep. Swooped hair was big. I've noticed man buns are like bigger after 2010. Like that was like a whole fad that hit messy buns, man buns. Yeah. People like shaving the side of their head, notching yeah. their eyebrow. Like uh-huh. There's just weird. It's it's much more like cosmetic than I think um, like fashion. I think it's like body modification is the new norm. I agree. And where I actually, you, where you guys change... on tattoos? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. I want to change my answer real quick. I think in 10 years, we'll look back and say this era's fashion is to dye your hair and mm-hmm. cry in the street. I think that will be our uh, fashion. Gen- Gender mutilation will be yeah. the fashion of the yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm um, so glad we don't have to cry in the street anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have uh, like four or five tattoos myself. Okay, so yeah. tattoo culture was a thing that kind of has, has gone up and down as well, and I was just curious where you guys were at with it, because, you know, there's a certain age group where you see people have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Uh, and and it, I think it's kind of on the down right now. I mean, maybe they're um, more personal, perhaps, rather than just being uh, everywhere, because for a while there, it was like, you know, you'd see and everybody would have tattoos all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I think it's it's on the on the downside where you have maybe a couple, but not they're more personal. Right. Right. They have meaning uh, to rather them. than just being uh, everywhere all the time. So I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's another that's a fashion thing, really. I mean, tattoos are really a fashion thing. If you totally. look down yep. straight, you know, through it. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. What I think with the tattoo movement, it was probably people in like the 90s like probably like through 80s through the 2010s that had enough mm-hmm. money to blow on tattoos because what i've noticed right, is tattoos yeah. are so fucking expensive i gotta yeah. like budget my yeah. tattoos plan for it for tax season and shit you know yeah. yeah it's probably good though the cheap ones you know give you a hepatitis and stuff so that <laughs> yeah <way>. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like pamela anderson got a cheap tattoo now she's got a hep c so oh yeah. god that's terrifying that reminds me of like my friends back in the day they would give themselves like little stick and pokes and shit and i was always Mm -hmm. very weary of that i was like dude yeah careful for god's sake like don't kill yourself don't get ink right yeah you're gonna get an infection and then right well they just look like shit man i have a little smiley face on my leg that just won't go away (laughs) (laughs) it's It's some sandpaper (laughs) i guess yeah oh god i can't imagine that fuck you just need to take out the pocket knife and cut a square and cut it right out. Lift up several layers, you'll be all right. It's like a bloody it's not carpet. all the way down there. Eventually, yeah. Oh God, it's <laughs> so. Eventually, brutal. I'll get to that layer where the ink is. Take care yeah. of it. Yeah. Good Lord, bleed it out. <laughs> That's brutal. And you just got a big scab. You're like, what the hell's that scab? It looks like a smiley face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I know for yeah, a while, no, no branding was a big thing. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I noticed people, they would like, they brand themselves like cattle. They're like, dude, yeah, yeah. This, this is my name right here. It's my letter. Yeah. yeah. And it just looks, <laughs> it looks It's painful. my brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only, I've only had, uh, un, um, you know, un- 
intentional brands where I ride a motorcycle and stick my leg on something and then all my flesh falls. Oh, oh I've done that. Uh, yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Cameron Tucker, actually, he got a brand new big ass Harley and I sat on it in shorts. No. Put my leg right up leg against on, the yeah. exhaust. Yeah. Fuck, dude. You look cool for about a minute and then you put your leg up there and you're like, holy fuck, why am I wearing shorts on this? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> you just stick to the motorcycle. He <laughs> peel, peeled it off and he left, you know. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Circular skin patch or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I've done it more than once. And so I'm kind of stupid in that regard, I suppose. <laughs> I've heard of people doing that on those Vipers as well. Those little sports cars. Because they've got the exhaust oh, yeah. pipe that runs right along the right door. next to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they'll shit. go to step out and just burn themselves. Put dude. their ankle on, oh. yeah. Yeah, the the developers got smart and put a little cover, luckily. But yeah, yeah, uh, for a while they no, were then you could, raw dogging it. Then after you wreck it, you can at least say, "Hey, look at this burn on my leg. That's when I had my Viper." Yeah, I right. Wrecked, I wrecked it. Yeah. yeah, at least that's a cool <laughs> battle scar. You that's know? right. <laughs> but I'm surprised that. It- didn't put the name there so that way when you burned yourself it said viper on your leg oh <laughs> it's, it's all it's all pr <laughs> you do it wrong you've just got er burned on that's your right. leg. <laughs> <laughs> or vip if you get lucky yeah. Ooh, yeah that would be cool all right i i, I probably will get branded yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've talked them into it <laughs> oh, we talked them into it all right Oh, that's funny stuff. <laughs> You're so, gonna get the yin yang, the yin yang uh, branded yeah. on yourself somewhere. Oh yeah. God, I think that goes against what the yin yang's all about. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. You meet some Buddhist, he's like, "What the fuck did you do, yeah. man? <laughs> what are you doing with it?" I oh. backed into my hot, uh, you know, metal. I had an outdoor fireplace with this in it. And I backed into it. God. Yeah, that's a fear. I burned myself bad when I was a kid on a grill, and now I'm afraid to touch anything hot. It worked, I guess, but yeah, yeah. get that fear response in you. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, we're simple animals, and the fear response is the strongest one. Yeah, yeah. That's there. That's another piece of logic. You know, we don't call ourselves animals. We like, oh, we're above everything, but aren't we just the same as all the rest of this stuff? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, not quite. But almost, right? Yeah. I think the only thing that, that separates us is that we're self-aware enough to notice the animalistic nature. Yeah. You, well, maybe. Maybe not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, but to loop it back, I think that's why the Bigfoot debate is so hot. To loop it back to that uh, aspect of it is because we don't know of uh, any other animals that are um, that that look like us are bipedal and uh, walk around but that's what bigfoot does right so i think that's why people are so interested in it and also why the fact that if it is proven that makes everybody nervous because we like to be a part right yeah we like yeah. to be the only kind of thing you know i'm not talking about kangaroos because they're on two legs and because they look wacky you know and all that <laughs> kind of stuff and bears can walk on two legs but not for a real long time yeah um you know they look like hillbillies when they do it and then, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, then it, that means there's something else, right? That uh, is very similar, but not the same. And then we kind of lose our, our, uh, you know, originality at that point, maybe. 
right. I think we've got a superiority complex about being the only ones that can oh, oh, yeah. do what we can. Big you know, time. Communicate in the that, way we can and create in the way we do. I think that's what gives it, that's what makes it so gullible because we we constantly think that that nothing and no one or can do better because yeah. we are, you know, who we are. But the reality is, you know, there's a lot of things that do better than, than we do in the in nature and so forth. And and uh and we just don't want to admit it, you know. So right. it, it's uh interesting that way. Yep. You know, not I, to mention whenever all the people come out of the hollow earth and uh, take over, but that's a whole other yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That's a scary thing to think about. Jordan Jordan <laughs> kind of touched on that idea with his mm. movie um Us. Right. Very Did you guys like that one at all? Us. It freaked me out. Yeah. Scared okay. the shit out of me. The way those people the talked one, got right under my skin. I didn't like how they yeah. talked. You had us, you had get out, and then the newest one is called Nope. Yeah, nope's nope. about yeah. aliens, right? Yeah. Right. Nope, I didn't like as much. I think that it was he changes he it changed was hard his mind to halfway. Get behind yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, it just yeah, weird stuff. But uh I mean, I think that's you know. We like to think we're so special, but I think in reality we're not quite that special as a yeah. as a as the human race or whatever you want to call it, human beings. Yeah, we're just an animal that's got lucky. I yeah. agree. Yeah, we yeah. were blessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the point about aliens, um, what do you think about all the disclosure happening right now? Uh, again, I, I, you know that I think uh, I, I'll like I did with Bigfoot. But I think there's there are aliens. I don't know that there we necessarily actually I'll go as far as to say I think there are aliens. I think there are people who know about them, uh, maybe in the government, perhaps and other people. Um, but as far as the disclosure goes, I think it's a lot of noise to try to confuse people. Um, uh, I would always hope that the the truth would, you know, emerge and everything. But unfortunately, I think that. Again, just like we were talking about how um, people, you know, if it's something that has two arms, two legs and is not a human, then we're going to be real scared about it. I think that's the kind of the same thing with the aliens is that, you know, if it, it comes to pass, then everybody's going to be all freaked out about it. Not to the point where, you know, it's mass hysteria, but it, it, it you know, we don't need that existential crisis to think, oh, we're not that special, right? these yeah, people yeah. are more special they have better technology they have better this they have better that um and um I, but i think the disclosure talk and everything is just uh another smoke screen for something else going on you know it's it with the government you always have to think why why are they doing this you know yeah uh and and look you know whenever they're telling you to look right look left 100 because they, they're using it for some purpose like i'm almost guaranteed that they're using it for some ulterior motive you know um, to, to accomplish Our something man. or to do something or or what have you um have you got have you guys seen a ufo i have not personally no. i have seen a ufo so i can wow. tell you about that real quick yes yeah. please so um uh it was in uh 2005 in may and it was right about four o'clock in the afternoon. Not much different than we are today, except in May. So it was sunnier, you know, was, the sun was up and it was a ball. It was like a metallic ball. And it probably, my guess, I'm not very necessarily very good with accurate guesses of things in the sky, 
but it was probably about uh, four times the size of a 747 nose cone in the shape of a sphere. Wow. And I just happened. I was, this is a, the weird part of the story is I had to pick my kids up from, uh, they were little, uh, little kids, you know, and I picked them up from daycare or whatever, because uh, I got chosen to do so. And I brought them home and they didn't want to go in. They wanted to swing on the swing set that we had. So I was swinging them and, and my son was interested in planes. He was like three years old or something, two years old. And um, I would tell him because we I, the planes would fly overhead where we lived at that time. And so a plane would fly over. I said, hey, look, buddy, there's a plane. Swing, swing, swing. We was out there for maybe 45 minutes or something. And then I look up out of the corner of my eye, I see this thing, I look over, it's this giant ball and it's a beeline, straight as could be, probably um, my guess would be 10 to 15,000 feet in the air, you know, but it was big enough to see, obviously. Yeah. And it just went from the, um, uh, from the Southeast to the Northwest and like right over us. And within maybe 20 seconds, it went from my vision on the, southeast all the way to the northwest out of sight wow just screaming across the sky right and it was a ball because i saw the front of it and i saw the back of it and so there yeah. wasn't you know i talk i tell people the story they're like oh well number one they say you're high i'm like what do you i just got the kids from <laughs> daycare i wasn't i wasn't high and then they're, they're like, well, then it was just a plane and you just saw the front of it. I'm like, no, I saw both sides. Oh, well, it was a satellite. I'm like, it was fucking four o'clock in the afternoon in May. I mean, it, the sun was couldn't have been even more shining, you know? Yeah, right. A beautiful day. And I I mean, and then they're like, why don't you take a picture? I'm like, well, at the time you didn't have iPhones and everything. So I didn't have a phone to take a picture with. And if I would have, the phone I had was, you know, a little Nokia or something. So the picture yeah. would have been this piece of shit picture like we used to have. Right. But um uh so but anyway, yeah, I saw this and it's it just wild. I mean, I didn't even mention it. I mean, I just stood there and stopped pushing the kids uh and watched it go by. And then I'm like, at the time, I don't know if you guys hear about spherical UFOs. At that time, I hadn't really heard about them. And so this was just like crazy. I'm like, it wasn't a flying saucer or a triangle or what you normally would uh, a cigar shaped or anything like that it was a yeah. ball it literally like just like a big ball up there and um it just was crazy so i started um, uh, searching and i found um uh, a site at the time was called ufomaps.com and this is old you know 2005 it's not the internet that we have today mm -hmm. and uh, i found that somebody saw it in another town close by same thing Wow. Ball went over about the same time. So then, because at first I'm like, I did I see this? Did I not see this? There's, I, mean, I got these two little kids who are just playing and laughing and what have you. They're not going to be good witnesses, you know. Yeah. I'm by myself, nobody, you know, nobody around. And uh, but then yeah, I, I found this uh, thing, and uh, uh, sure enough, somebody else had spotted it, and uh, it was very. Their description and everything was very similar. So you know, it's just a weird a weird thing to witness. Right. For sure. And then I just had to process this. Now, I don't know. I didn't see occupants. I didn't have any kind of like thing telling me in my head that this is, you know, Oh, we come in peace or any kind of shit like that. It just flew over. And that was it, you know, just as if a plane had flown over or, you know, a geese had flown over and yeah. I just happened to catch it. 
Um, yeah. And I've never seen anything since. Uh, never saw anything before, and I've never seen anything since. Um, and so it's just weird. But um, the to me, the the big thing was that it was uh, circular. It didn't make really any noise. I mean, I didn't hear anything. That was, it was way up question, there. Was what noise? Yeah, did it uh, and it didn't like have a contrail or anything. It did. I did notice that it went behind a cloud and in front of a cloud, so it was way up there, and I could see that it was in the clouds. You know what I mean? So yeah. But uh, it, it's just a weird experience to have that, and then that's it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, at the time, there's no. I mean there's we don't have any circular aircraft it wasn't the tic-tac like they've been uh, touting now or the yeah. um, pyramids which you've seen all the videos from the uh, department of defense and so forth yeah it was a ball and it was the strangest uh, event you know yeah. and and you know i'm just like well that's weird what could that be and it yeah. wasn't like it was shot out of a cannon or anything. And we're talking something, like I said, it was as big, uh, four times as big as a jet. So wow. um, because it, it um, because it was, I could just, I mean, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, I've seen planes go overhead and this thing is a lot bigger than the front of a plane. So right. um, yeah, it's just bizarre. And so it always makes you think, I don't know if it was something that was from someplace else. I'm not, I've never really, you know, I've never said that, but I also, don't know of anything that anybody's admitted to that we uh, as the military has that is a, a ball you know yeah. and how how is that useful <laughs> you know what right I mean? yeah the only reason to me the only way a, a ball aircraft would be useful would be is if it doesn't land on the ground or it hovers above the ground and you get out and kind of you know close to the ground or something yeah or it goes in the water or something. i was just gonna say unless it's a submersible yeah it's gotta be aerodynamic wild water and in air yeah and so yeah it just the, the weirdest thing I, i've always hoped to see something again but i still haven't yeah i'm not one of these obsessive people that looks at the sky all the time right right but um you know just on the irregular day it's just one of those kind of deals it's like you know you catch that it's just weird man Definitely. But um, so yeah. interesting. So do you guys think that the, do you think just, I described this to you. So what's your thoughts? Sounds like a mothership. Um, mothership. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was probably, you know, same thing. What can you think really? It was either otherworldly or it could have been an area 51 type deal. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that, the, do, do you guys believe that there are, I have aliens in my other side of my picture here. The oh, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> Do you believe that there are aliens at all? Or what's your take on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my belief is kind of funnier. I just think that aliens are demons. I think they're... I think anything... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. I think <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm just curious. I think they're demons is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're demons? Yeah. Something and that what lends, about you, Cameron? So I, my my and my indoctrination from science fiction and whatnot, you know, things like Star Wars. I would my inclination is that they're otherworldly, and that it's some sort of this you know race that's probably keeping tabs on us. I really like the ancient aliens idea about how we were mm -hmm. kind of seeded from aliens, and that they're checking up on their science project, making sure no molds growing. 
and uh <laughs> yeah you know the, the kid peeking into the ant farm mm -hmm. yeah yeah giving it a dead shake. ants in there yeah. yeah giving it a shake every once in a while picking an ant out and seeing what's going on with it and putting it back mm -hmm. um but what lends a lot of credence to what avery's talking about with them being demons and um there's accounts for this as well with bigfoot but they mention that when people do have an alien encounter they they mention this putrid smell like this this really like like worse than death this very bad smell and they they say this with uh with the skunk ape and and sasquatch as well but mm -hmm. that's also a common trope amongst you know demonology and, yeah. and the catholic church has written all about that 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 demons exude this like awful, sulfur and awful brimstone smell. and all that kind of stuff exactly mm -hmm. exactly so yeah that's what i think lends a lot of credence to the idea of them being and maybe not and i don't even know where i would categorize demons in maybe demons or aliens you know it's right like you could flip it both ways yeah and, that's interesting uh, yeah i think they're all the the same kind of thing uh presenting itself in whatever way is most acceptable to the viewer the uh the interesting thing to me so and this again is just experiential so i'm i'm not uh you know the bad smell and everything if, if I, a long time ago, I worked in uh, meat packing, right? And so they had a thing called the inedible room, which is all the parts that aren't you're not going to make into lunch meat or uh, it's on your face camera. No, it's fucking oh, sounds yeah. gross. <laughs> and, and then and then basically the the truck that come by, they put it in these big like um, rubber made buckets, like those big big gray buckets. Mm -hmm. So it's like guts and things like that. And then the truck would come by and it was like a big dump truck, like a garbage truck. And it would put them all in there and then would take it over and it would be parts of those would be made into dog food. But anyway, oh, so fuck. don't eat dog food, by the way. The uh, uh, But the interesting thing is, it, so it's, it smells like death, right? Mm -hmm. This whole room smells like death. But I'll tell you what, it did not smell bad. It smelled sweet. Uh, like excruciatingly sweet like if you walked in there it was so sweet it was bad okay Ooh, yeah weird. isn't that weird yeah yes. i think i know what you're talking about kind of so death so to me i always equated because of that experience i've always equated death with smelling sweet <laughs> because essentially this is a room of, of uh, pieces and parts of pigs basically right but whenever you walk in there it's like the sweetest grossest sweetest thing you've ever smelled wow isn't that weird oh that's, that's if, you, if you get a chance i mean not that you want to do this but uh i kind of do ever though go, if yeah, you ever go to a, if you ever go to a packing plant so is there you guys have the inedible room can i go take a look at that yeah and, and it's just a, it's full of flies usually but uh um yeah the sick, sickeningly sweet smell when you walk in there it's just bizarre wow. which goes against though goes against the whole the what you guys are talking about with the brimstone and smelling bad because it, it wasn't necessarily a a bad smell on its own it was it was overwhelming it was the bad part right yeah um, but it wasn't overwhelmingly like oh my god i'm so disgusted that it smells so bad i can't stand it, it was like it smells so sweet i can't stand it which is weird but yeah, yeah. That is Definitely. weird. Wow, I've never heard that before. That's so interesting. Yeah. It is. Well, uh, yeah. Dice, taking apart animals is is a whole other uh, fascinating. Uh, we'd all be vegetarians if, uh, if if everybody had to do that. I think. Well, yeah. I don't know because we used right. to have to, but 
it, it, to, you know, in today's society, because you don't have to do that um, with any regularity, it, it certainly is stomach churning whenever you get exposed to a lot of it. But to be honest with you, yeah. I still eat meat, so I guess it didn't it really totally affect me. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I feel like there's like, I don't know, there's the 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 way that we're primarily accustomed to it, which mm -hmm. would be like you you dress out your animal in the field, mm -hmm. leaving the guts for other animals. Right, yeah, and then they can and, come, nibble on that. Right, and you're breaking it down in a proper way, and you're using almost everything in the animal to where now it's mm -hmm. turned into this different thing where they, like, cut the feet, cut the nose off, mm -hmm. ears come off, yeah. those are dog toys, guts come out into a bucket, <laughs> dog food, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, I hate it's, to tell you, the ears and the nose go into head cheese and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> For pigs, at least, yeah. Mostly, I mean, they are, they do make dog toys as well, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back when I was working in it, because, yeah. Oh, anyway, I had to work with the, they call it head meat. So all the eyebrows and like the muscles under the face and all that kind yeah. of stuff were all in a, all in a uh, pan and they would kind of gel and then you'd throw it into the mixer with everything else. So, mm. yeah. yummy. Oh, Lord. Oh, I don't mind. Now we're, now we're way up topic I will say I can't get myself to eat a tongue yet. I've never oh, had a tongue. Well, yeah. We love so everything good. processed. Yeah. If yeah. it didn't look like a tongue, you probably would eat it. Yeah. You probably do. If you eat hot dogs or, mm -hmm. you know, you're well, probably. It depends on, yeah. 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 That's why you always go for the kosher, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so gonna need some dogs get some kosher dogs because you know that uh, <laughs> they don't put all the other shit in there to fill it out yeah. <laughs> and make it go farther <laughs> See, yeah i've heard some interesting things about dog meat and i don't think i'd ever test it myself unless it was like you know when in rome do as the romans do of course if i'm a place where they're making dog meat i might have to try some but it is uh i've heard it's like the best meat from people that do eat it people like uh bobby lee the comedian mentions that like Dog it's really good top of the shelf meat but it's you actually like, would even you would in the right circumstance i never would man i, I think can't. i would i think i would but I'd, yeah. I, I wouldn't seek it out it'd be like oh they yeah. have they have dog right here yeah okay <laughs> you, know? you think they put they think they put it on the menu that way is that what they're saying no they probably like, call it something else we call it fido or yeah <laughs> <laughs> robot they they have it like packs of steak with the name of the, the cow on there. It's like this one yeah. was bingo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. They, there's some place that does. What is it? They do that with the milk or something. I think isn't that just bizarre? It's yeah. weird. The name of the cow or something. It's like yeah. That's oh. weird. I would just try and you know those like Coca Cola cans. I would just try to find one with my name on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, little do you know, Coca-Cola is squeezing the life essence out of people into those cans. Right. Yeah. That's there, how there's you a new stronger. conspiracy. There's a new conspiracy for you to start right there. Yeah. That's how you become more of yourself. You just drink yeah. only Cameron Coke. That's right. Only this is from Cameron's the essence Coca of other Camerons. Yeah. You know, all the old Camerons and useless Camerons get squeezed into this. Yep. yep. I'll take over the cow for them. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. That's gross, man. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have to go on like a week kick of no pork at least. Yeah. Oh, yucky. Yucky. Well, we're getting down to the time. Um, I'm going to start wrapping it up. This was such a great conversation, Bob. Yeah. I, uh, this was yeah. fun. 
I love all the tangents. That's like my favorite part about this kind of stuff. And you, hey, are, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're the master of the tangents. I, I, what I find sometimes when I'm doing interviews is I struggle, like trying to think of like the next thing to push it to. But this conversation was fucking Smooth. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, we try to be organic as much as possible here. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what the listeners appreciate. I know personally, I appreciate when some I can tell somebody's just having a genuine conversation. There's nothing more frustrating when you go in to listen to a podcast and it's like regimented. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's not get off topic now. Okay, yeah. And pull it back in. It's like, come on, man, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, he was gonna tell a story about guts from pigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People need to hear it. <laughs> Bigfoot's oh. tiny penis. Yeah, yes. that was my favorite part. If I had to do a little <laughs> highlight reel, I think some Bigfoot dong is most certainly at the top of my list. <laughs> it's always uh, the you know the the opposite. So you always think, oh, Bigfoot's got to be have a big slong. No, no, he's just this tiny little tiny little penis. Right, yeah. just itty bitty little pecker, and that's <laughs> that's why they get so big and tall. They're compensating. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh goodness. I love it. I love it. So for the people at home, um, give us a couple plugs. Do you have a website or an Instagram sure, or something yeah. like that? If they feel like it, they can go to staticradio.com and then all most of the socials we got static radio is the social handle. So Perfect. I mean there's a few that we don't, but that's just because we're lazy and didn't get there fast enough. So right. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that same boat with it. I like had all these grand plans of having like a good Twitter and maybe creating like a little Facebook profile for the podcast. That's too much work, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on. Well, we're, awesome. we're not trying to build bridges here for Christ's sake. No, yeah. God, no. What am I trying to network myself? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and all those links will be uh, posted in the show notes for the ladies at home or the ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen can see the links. No, we just, just want to talk to the ladies. Fuck those guys. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen tell the ladies about the links so yeah <laughs> oh shit i love it all right guys yeah this was great man and you know we'd love to have you back on um, oh sure I, i'll talk about anything you want yes yeah. and I, that's what i've noticed today you you've got a, a wellspring of shit to talk about <laughs> and in like a funny manner which i appreciate man a lot of people I, well, I try, in life are yeah. not as lighthearted anymore they're too like regimented and you know, strict, or they get offended if you say anything too uh, mm. too dicey. It's good to just chat with people that you're not, you know, walking on eggshells about what you say. Yeah. Well, if you can't laugh, you just sit there crying in the street with your dyed hair. So. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, Avery. Yes, sir. Any final words, buddy? Uh, yeah, this was fun. Let's do it again. I don't know if maybe it would be too crazy with four people on the over the internet but it'd be fun to do it with your co-host as well bob that'd be fun yeah if i get him to show up that fat fuck he doesn't go and do <laughs> yeah. anything every you know, i'm like you can't get him to show up for the show we do Let him yeah do but i certainly would ask him uh i can't guarantee you he'll be like yeah. oh they're gonna buy me lunch or something he's such a mooch oh yeah. goodness <laughs> All right, I'll cash app him lunch money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you can't Venmo him because it doesn't have Venmo. So it's like, what do you, you want all this stuff, but you don't want to do any work? Of course, yeah. that's what he says. I don't want to do any work. Come on. All right, I'll talk to my courier pigeon. I'm sure I can arrange something. Exactly. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. 
you got to send them some uh, McDonald Land coupons or something. I don't yeah. know what yeah. he's doing. I'll send a telegram with <laughs> with the money wire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, this was great, ladies and gentlemen. For the folks that are still listening, uh, we laughed, we cried, we got grossed out. Uh, it was everything on this podcast. It was beautiful, and uh, we need five stars from you. Bang the five star button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Say some nice words, say some mean words, whatever you want to say, but just give us the five stars. I mean, come on now. Uh, it costs you no money at all, and it really helps the algorithm. So, yeah, give it to us. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube, and that's all I got to say. I'm not going to take you down Grifter Alley too long today. All right, guys. You guys have a great day, okay? Yes, you too. Thanks, Bob. Mm-hmm.